0: I'm here to share a cup of joe with you all. So hopefully soon I'll have a cup of joe in my hand and I'll be able to have some and then share it with you. This is a podcast and uh, sometimes it's a real good thing that it's a podcast. It's funny, I I have people all the time, new listeners, calling in and wondering, you know, oh, is this a, is this a broadcast or is it just a podcast? And I think to myself, you know... A broadcast is is great. If I had a broadcast, I I would be able to reach, um, you know, if a good if it was a good FM station, or even a good AM station. I don't know which one reaches farther, but I could probably reach, uh, you know, thousand miles, maybe a little further, and I would be bound by the by the rules, to, to whatever the hell the governing body of of the airwaves is. I couldn't say certain words, and I would have to remember to check in and do the caller ID every so often, and I'd have to have my levels monitored and all this crap. Well, with the podcast, okay, you got to put up with sitting in my office and uh, a lousy phone connection and a lousy uh, Facebook feed and the YouTube feed, but... At the end of the day, we can reach anywhere in the world. We can say anything we want. We can share this station. We can we can do all kinds of things. Frankly, I think we have more power the way that we're doing it than if I was bound by uh, by the rules of broadcasting. So I don't have any issue with this at all. In fact, I, I feel freer with this medium than I would I was sitting behind the mic of, a, of an FM or AM station. As you may or may not know, this is a show that is about liberty. It is about freedom. It's about ending prohibition. It's about choice. It's about making change. It's about motivating people, inspiring people, educating people, supporting people. It's about all those things and more. It's about the human solution International. Very much it's about that. Yeah, we welcome everybody to come and help. But frankly, this show is by, for and of the Human Solution International. Sometimes that gets in our way, sometimes it propels us farther and faster than we ever thought possible. Doesn't really matter to me. It's an important thing that we're doing, it's an important group that we have, and it's something that I don't see anywhere else. Anywhere else on the planet, not even close. So generally, I take a few minutes and I and I talk about something that I noticed during the week or something that. Uh, um, hey, Sarah, Chris, um, and I believe that's Pete and Helen. I um, I don't see the Facebook feed when I'm doing this show, so I apologize to all of y'all that I'm not talking to. Um, in person uh, My wife just hit me up and said You know I've seen some podcasts And the, the people talk to their audience And I said you know I've seen those things And they're annoying if they're not talking to you So I try not to do too much of that Because frankly this is a show That I interact with you Live and that's the important part So if you want to call in And have a conversation Pick up your phone and dial 646 2495, and I would love to talk to you about anything that has to do with liberty, freedom, choice, ending prohibition, supporting those less fortunate than us. It's what we do. So we've been doing some good work in the Midwest right now, the central part of the country. Um, hopefully we got some big news coming, I believe, tomorrow from uh, Michael Thompson's camp. But I want to share some observations I say it all the time, and I'll continue to say it until until it changes. As much as I am all about the solution, and I generally don't like to talk about the problem, every once in a while it's important to point things out, call things for what they are. And I notice that there's a lot of kinds of people in the world, and I don't say that I'm going to get to all of them, but there are some general types of people that I've run into. And one of the types of people that, in my opinion, is one of the most common are those that, find flaws in everything and they're always looking for something to bitch about, something to something to not be okay. And generally those people don't come and offer a, a solution, but they go around saying what's wrong with everything. That's the kind of person. There are some kind of people that don't want to get involved. They want to be helpful. They want to listen in, they want to be part of, of a show or, or a situation, whatever it is. Could be a meeting, could be a group, could be an activity, it could be a show, whatever, it doesn't matter, it's all a big show. Um, And they show up and they lurk in the background and sometimes they're some of the most helpful people in the world because they're not engaging and causing problems. And there's people that have ideas. Oh, and they tell you about their ideas all day long. You know what we should do, you know what you should do, you know what needs to happen, but they don't do it. They just tell you about it. And sometimes there are solutions. Sometimes there's something you heard from somebody else. Sometimes it's just good conversation. I don't know. But they're not the ones taking the action. They're the ones talking about it. Then there's, in my opinion, some of the problems, people that instigate, people that look for real conflicts to happen. They're always... Always in a conflict. There's always something majorly wrong with something or somebody. And then there's the people that usually have a lot of people around them. They're the people that solve all the problems. They're the people that fix everything. They're the people that you call when something's not right. My pump broke. Who am I going to call? Call that guy. He knows what to do because he knows how to fix stuff. Uh, I don't know what to say. Well, talk to that guy. He's good at talking. Uh, I don't know what's the truth about this thing. I'll talk to that guy. He knows a lot of truths. Whatever it is, there's those people out there that are always part of that solution. And I want you all to know that the human solution is not named by accident. It's not uh, a fluke. It's not a joke. It's not a play on words. It's just the way it is. And I believe very strongly that those people that have gravitated towards our leadership and have gravitated towards um, our, our, our main team are those kind of people. The people that see a problem, they say, you know what, let's get in there. I got an, I got an idea, and I'm willing to help. Think about where you fit into this puzzle, this piece, this, this issue. We have so many issues we're dealing with right now, human rights issues. Um, Civil rights issues Freedom of choice issues We as a society Generally have Accepted the fact that a woman If she gets pregnant And to a certain Point of this pregnancy She decides that she doesn't want to Can't handle
1: There's a risk to her health Whatever it
0: is We as a society have ruled That she has a right To terminate that pregnancy A right what she does with her own body. It's been spelled out that way very clearly, and there's lots of opposition to it. And I'm not interjecting my opinion whatsoever. I'm just saying what society has deemed to be okay. Now that's a pretty major deal. Whatever you think is the truth, the facts about it, I'm not here to argue that. I frankly don't know the answers to it. But I know this. That's a much more important decision to make than if I grow a plant in my backyard, a plant that couldn't possibly hurt anybody else. I'm just saying that's the choice that we don't have as human beings, men, women, children, elderly, a a man who's 95 years old, a veteran of three wars, Uh, disabled in many ways, has money, doesn't have money, doesn't matter. The federal government says you don't get to go plant, even if you want to. You don't have that choice. I think there's something fundamentally wrong with that. This guy here, Mm -hmm. he thought so too. And he had words to say about prohibition. He wasn't in support of it in any way, shape, or form. I think we should think about that. What we're about isn't about pot. It's not about medicine. It's about our right to choose. It's about our fundamental inalienable rights bestowed upon us by our creator as laid out by our founding fathers and prior to that. Just saying. Maybe it's something that's important enough to think about, say something about, maybe do something about. That's what we're here for. Now, I want to tell you a little story about one of these problem children, and about the difference between that and the solution. So about four or five years ago, I was in a shithole the middle of the country, a place in Kansas. Now, I'm not saying Kansas is entirely a shithole, but the place I was at was, and I was at a courthouse where a kid was being tried for the murder of a man because he was going to Sell a guy that was involved in this whole thing some pot It's a horrible case Injustice all around It was a jury nullification case Because they had no laws to protect anybody in any way We got called by the family of this defendant Got shipped out there Got supported Had a good team of people We organized one of the better court supports we've had in a long time We organized a jury nullification message. Um, We organized everything from the beginning to the end, how we were going to get there, what we were going to do, who was going to supply rides, food, where people were going to stay. I mean, we nailed this thing down. One of the things that we did when we got to court is we talked about the rules of how are we going to behave in this courtroom. How are we? And we all discussed it. We talked about it. We made a decision as a group. And the mother of the the, uh, defendant and the father of the defendant were were very much in the decision-making of this. And I explained how we've done things in the past and the way that we've done things successfully and effectively by showing up, dressed um, uh, respectfully, appropriately, um, how we behave how we don't talk, how we don't have cell phones on, how we don't do anything disruptive, any way to cause a problem, because that defendant has his life at stake. He, he was facing a life in prison um, for this, and he got shot in the ordeal. He didn't have anything to do with shooting anybody or, or any issue like that whatsoever. Anyways, we all agreed that we were going to dress accordingly. The men were going to wear long pants and a button-up shirt if they had one, or, or at least a nice. A nice shirt, they were going to, you know, shave if they could, brush their hair, brush their teeth, put a little deodorant on, and shut the fuck up when you go into court. Be respectful. Don't cause any problems. We did plenty of rallying outside the courthouse, and we yelled and screamed and marched and chanted and did all kinds of rallying, but not inside that courtroom. Well, lo and behold, one of the first days of court, we show up, and everybody gathers around, and we have a nice meeting and one of the guys, a grown man who was there doing this whole thing and his wife was president, he shows up in shorts. And we looked at him, and, and one of the guys took me aside. I wasn't even paying attention to him at the time, but somebody says, hey, this guy's wearing shorts. I'm like, oh, shit, really? Our own people. So I took the, the, the mother and the father aside, and we talked about it, and we said, hey, look, we agreed that this was a deal. I said, well, maybe the guy doesn't have any long pants. So we said, Took him aside and said, hey, man, we agreed that this is what we were going to do, and and do you need a pair of pants? We'll buy you a pair of pants. We literally said that. No. No, man, can't do it. It's a cultural thing. Mm. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. We agreed. You know, we can't do anything to cause this guy harm. We're not. Come back tomorrow, maybe, you know, or, or, or we'll buy you some pants. No. Lo and behold, and unbeknownst to me at the time, the wife went off. And she took it as a racist move. Oh, yeah. He was a black man. (laughs) Didn't have anything to do with it, but that was what it boiled down to. Now I'm racist. We're racist. It's all just a racist thing. Are you fucking kidding me? There was a kid with a young child facing life in prison over a pot case, and you can't put long pants on because we agreed to, then we don't, you shouldn't be here. We went. We did this. We had the best behaved court support that we've had in a long time. Nobody got thrown out of court. Everything went along great, and at the end of the day, we got a victory. Jury nullification. He was acquitted on all the major counts. They got him on some little thing he did a couple of months, got out. He's a free man today. And that's almost five years ago. Maybe it was more than five years I don't even remember, but it was a while ago. Well, we're in Kansas again. Have another case. Or I think we're in Kansas or maybe we're in Missouri. But anyways, we're, we're in, the, in the neighborhood. we got people coming from all around. The Human Solution is on fire. We've got some good activists getting together for the first time in a long time, people that never met each other, <coughs> different chapters, two or three different chapters of the organization, getting together to help out a woman whose husband died in jail because of a pot case, people that came together representing, being there for each other, doing the right thing. Some people have sacrificed quite a bit to get there. Big deal. I was proud. (laughs) You're never going to believe what happened. And I didn't know about it until just, I think, today. Wow. This very person, this very person that stomped off five years ago, As we're showing up for this person, who most of us have never met, to be there in support, a benevolent act, a, a good and kind act, the thing that we're all about. And one of our teammates got accosted and said, well, that guy's a damn racist. Are you fucking kidding me? Really? Is that? And we wonder. We wonder why we're not getting further in this movement. It's because of that kind of behavior. Fortunately, I am so proud of my team. I have the best team out there right now, and the good folks stood together and nipped that sucker right in the bud and gave it no merit and kept going and did the good work that we do. And for that, i got to say, you guys are amazing and you did everything right. <clears throat> and that's the key. We have a no drama policy with this organization. That's for a reason, it's for a reason. So many people out there, I don't know, I don't claim to understand everything or everybody. I don't know what causes. I don't know what hurts. I don't know all this stuff. I don't, I, but I know this. I know Craig Cecil's on the line. He's got some major shit we got to talk about and deal with, and so I'm going to get to him. So we'll get back to my deal. You have a
2: prepaid call. You will not be charged for this call. This call is from. Craig Cecil. Hello, Wade. A cellular prison. This call is being recorded and is subject to monitoring. Hang up to the. Hey Cecil, how are you doing today? Hello Joe, help, help, I'm having trouble here. <laughs> I I I sent These you. Have a... Really gotten crazy the last few days. Yeah, I
0: understand. I I sent you a Coralink email a couple of days ago, but I didn't hear back from you. And I wanted to get it straight from you before I went and launched an action. So tell me what's going on.
2: Well, what happened is the last two days we've been on lockdown.
3: Um, oh.
2: But what happened is, as you know, I've been having trouble with the rule that diabetics can't use the law library. And I kind of won that where the warden was backing me up, and, uh, well, he really yelled at an officer that was blocking me. Well, Sunday when I went to go to the law library, that officer came running down the hall with his fist crunched and, and ended up hitting me. Oh my god. And he, was, he was punching me in the the corridor. Wow. So I I went to I went to the lieutenant's office and complained and they said, you know, to be we we just don't accept those kind of complaints. Whoa! Well, Well, Sherry helped and uh hit had her and some other people calling and really making some trouble I, I guess they got the hold of some media people as well and that night the warden and the captain came from their house <laughs> and we ended up watching the videos of the corridor sure enough there he is wow. so, so they couldn't deny the complaint but now the problem that I have is they put uh, us on lockdown I told you whenever Somebody does somebody wrong in a cell block, they, they lock them down for a few days. What they did this time is a guy that keeps getting caught doing drugs, they put him in the shoe for a while, and then they let him back out. Well, this guy they let out a couple of days ago in the same day. <laughs> sure enough, they came back, and there he is on drugs, So we had to be on lockdown and chill this afternoon. Wow. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, he, the problem is they get is punish can that guy be segregated from everybody yeah. else? Yes, yes. They they punish the the 135 of us, uh, you know, over what one person does that they put in here, knowing that it was going to do. Wow. But the the problem that I really have now is uh, they came in and they took. Especially with me, a whole lot of my property, just, you know, most, most of my athletic wear and stuff like that. But, as you know, I'm in the middle of a legal fight now, and I had an opportunity, perhaps, to reduce my sentence from life imprisonment, but they took every piece of paper I have, all my legal papers, and they said, if you're going to, you know, go after our officer, we don't care that, you know, this will make it so you can't go to court.
3: Wow. These are
2: my legal papers. Wow. Geez. So for now, for now they haven't destroyed them because they're kind of caught in limbo right now. I got some other people involved, but I can see I'm, I'm going to have a fight ahead just to get my, my court filings back. These are old transcripts from you know back when I was in court in 2002 and the like, and you know certain letters and you know all kinds of documents from that era. It's a whole, like, a banker's box worth of them, and uh, they're, they're, you know, they're trying to throw them away and all that to, you know, punish me for going after their officers. So that's what I'm asking if, you know, maybe, you know, some listeners in that can, you know, email the prison, email the Bureau of Prisons in Washington, D.C., email the uh, Terre Haute Prison, and uh, just tell them that people out there are aware that they're taking my legal you know, papers that I have a
0: right to have. Well, you know, um, we could put together a press release if you want. Um, I didn't want to do anything so I heard it from you um, because, you know, messages get twisted around, and I, I just, people say a lot of things, and I, I want to be sure I'm not doing anything that's going to cause harm. And so I, I, I always want to hear it straight from you. That's why I... Uh, you know, I sent you a message and I wanted to, get, you know, cleared up. So would you want us to put together a press release and, and take
2: it to the mainstream media or you just want emails? Yes. Calls, letters, what Yes. Yes, just that they're, you know, retaliating against me by cutting off my access to the court and all that because I complained about an officer that attacked me.
0: Well, what what is the reason that they don't allow diabetics to go to the law library. I don't understand that.
2: Why they don't allow what?
0: Why they don't allow diabetics to go to the
2: law library. It seems like this was just the opinion of uh, a handful of officers. And, again, that, that's just a, you know, it's like poking a stick at an animal in a cage. It's just to punish or torture the
3: inmates. It's just that, nope, nope, you know, you can't go to the law library. It's just
2: a rule that they They just kind of make up and stand by Like another officer Has a rule against Nobody can carry a book down the corridor
0: Oh So this
2: isn't
0: This isn't an official freaking policy It's just a rule that they set
2: (laughs) Right This is a rule that just You know One or two or, or something that the officers will pick up And they because there's no management, there's nobody that can really control them or anything, like a warden or associate wardens or all that. They just don't care. They, they just allow them to run a monocon. And that's the kind of thing we get. So it's a house rule, it's not a, it's not a policy. No, no, it's not a, a prison rule, it's not a bureau of prisons rule generally. Got it. It's just a rule of, you know, one or two or three officers.
0: But it, it's a rule nonetheless. You don't get to go to the law library.
2: Correct. Uh, only diabetics. And, you know, there's a couple of them that can go, but the rest of them cannot go.
0: Yeah. So it's, 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 very, no, it's, it's, it's very arbitrary in its nature. Uh, well, it's, it's, when do you think you're going to have access to, uh, uh, to the email? I'm
2: going to hope. Possibly when I get off, the lines have been real long for the email because we've been locked down and people haven't had access to it. Right, right. But hopefully tonight or tomorrow morning I'll be able to glance off something to you. Okay, yeah,
0: cause whatever you give me specifically, I mean, I'll take what I got from this conversation, but we'll put together a press release and, and we'll get it out to the mainstream media and we'll, we'll, we'll get some action based off of this. I mean, this is. This isn't the first time. I mean, they denied your medicine before, and I think a couple of years back when we pushed on them, they they felt it and they they, they let they let go a little bit after we did it. Yeah, the the that, that was, that's really anathema to the uh, Bureau of Prisons. They hate when people on the outside know what's going on, or
2: because <laughs> otherwise they they pretty much get to operate in secrecy.
0: Well, we're, we're here to cast a bright light on that secrecy and watch all the elastic cockroaches go scurrying because, uh, you know, that's the kind of stuff that there's more and more people starting to pay attention to the injustices that are going on in prison, um, and, you know, some of it are people that are shouting conspiracy things and whatnot, but just because, I'm paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to hurt me and I, I I've been on both sides of that. So I know that um, uh, there's more and more validity being given to the nightmare that's in our prison system and, and people are are looking at it now a little bit more than they used to. It used to be in the past, so I always just visit what it prison. now it's like, wait a minute, what yeah. the
4: hell? It's not that's not okay.
2: Jeffrey Epstein, as as much as it's hard to like anything about Jeffrey Epstein, uh I do like the fact that the uh Bureau of Prisons was reviewed in that asking why were these officers sleeping for checking on in Right. <laughs> absolutely.
0: No, that's absolutely the case and and you know, it's um there's so many things that that get overlooked, that get um you know, pushed on on purpose, there's been, uh, a hundred different reasons that something that should be, you know, I'm not big on regulation. I, I don't think the government should be any bigger. In fact, I think they should leave a lot of stuff alone. But inside of a prison where human beings don't have the same rights as everybody else, that kind of shit should be very regulated. There should be a, a, a solid record of everything that goes on when somebody has lost their freedom. Basically, you have the same rights of a slave. You don't have the same protection of, of um, you know, the Constitution that, that a person who's not in prison has. And that needs to be looked at. That needs to be accounted for.
2: Well, the main thing that, that I kind of look at is the idea of prison is, is to teach people not to do whatever they did again. And instead, these are turning out to be incubators for really violent people because they're, like, like I've written uh, in the last couple of days during the lockdown, is that I've been in prison for nearly 18 years. I've never been attacked by another inmate, but three times I've been attacked by officers who punched me. Wow. <laughs> something really wrong with that picture. What does that
3: teach to the inmate Right, right.
2: Well, not only that, but prisons
0: are not only supposed to be rehabilitative places, but they're supposed to protect society from dangerous people. You know, it's, it's, and and I'm not saying there's not dangerous people in prison. I'm just saying there's a lot of people in prison that are not dangerous, and I think that that's the part that needs to be looked at. Yes, yes. Uh, a good part of the Bureau of
2: Prisons, because it is part of the federal government, a large percentage of the officers are former military people that kind of ride out the rest of their years till you know, federal retirement working for the Bureau of Prisons. So, unfortunately, we have a lot of these guys that you know, have PTSD issues that, I mean, are just violent, got thrown out of the military and things like that, but this is where they end up. <laughs> and it just ends up being a club of them that they all support.
0: Yeah, I mean, when when I was locked up, there was a lot of people that had mental health issues, and we don't really have a a mental health system anymore the way that at one point sort of we did. I don't know how good it ever was, but um, there's a lot of, of people that need medical help for various reasons, whether it's drug addiction, depression, schizophrenia, <laughs> violence, whatever, PTSD, any number of things. And, like you say, rather than help these people, they end up breaking some rule, some law, and getting locked up. And that's, frankly, a waste of the resources that are there to protect society, for one, and a harm to the people that are, that are being locked up. It, it doesn't help anybody, and it hurts everybody. It definitely
2: does. I mean, our... The prison system is really failing the taxpayer because it, I mean, it, it spends obscene amounts of money. I mean, it wastes obscene amounts of money too often. But it really, if you look, still two-thirds of the people that get out of prison, out of, especially out of federal prison, two-thirds of them end up with a new criminal charge in less than three years. So it definitely does not accomplish you know,
3: teaching them not to commit more crime—it does just the opposite, I think. Yeah, I, I, I,
2: think you know, people tend to share information, and uh, you know,
0: people learn how to behave. You know, it it's in many ways it can be a, um, it can be a, a preservation method. You know, to learn to, to adapt to be, um, to be. I don't know. Yeah, survival mechanism. But at the end of the day, when you get out, you learn these tricks and these tools and these skills, if you will. And people unfortunately take advantage of them, and <coughs> like you say, end up back in the back in the place that they were. Uh, that was supposed to fix their problem to begin with. Yes, yes. I think we we work to do, but hopefully the Jeffrey Epstein thing, you
2: know actually gets a, a bit of a look from the Congress and maybe even from the Department of Justice into what's really happening within our Bureau Persons Prisons presence. Well,
0: I got your first beef already, and I'm, I'm glad to hear from you today. I I was concerned that I might not because I hadn't heard from you on the email, so um, I now have a course of action. I'm going to talk to Becca uh, first thing in the morning and get cracking on that press release. There's your second beef. I'm going to let you finish it up.
2: Okay, well, thank you, Uh, and hopefully I'd I'd really like some help from the listeners trying to recover those uh, legal papers that, you know, at least gives me a chance to get out of prison. I'll I'll close with a piece, a little piece of good news. The Daily Caller, uh, the top article in there right now uh, is an article that I wrote. So if anybody uh, gets that issue, you know. The Daily Caller, somebody looked that up and posted um
0: it. That's, uh, you know, anytime Craig has something positive to say amidst getting beat up by a guard, um, damn, really? And meanwhile, on the other side of that, we got people that are free whining and bitching and belly aching and causing problems. I don't know. There's something ain't right. Well, that's the first half of the show and a little bit more. We got a bunch of people on the line to talk. Uh, we got Jeff Eichen from Washington. we got Pete Yaple. we got Terry cattrall and Dana Bland. And probably before the show's over, we'll probably have Tom Corby and, and maybe a few others. Um, I certainly welcome anybody. I think last week we had Forrest um, had called in and dropped off, and I think there was one other caller that had came in and dropped off. Look, I give everybody a voice. I want everybody to have an opportunity to speak your mind, if you disagree with me especially, hey, this is not the, the, the attaboy club. I'm not here to, um, you know, have you tell me how, how much you agree with me. If you agree with me, great. Let's do something about it. That's what I care about. Let's do something about it. You know, we're, we're this much closer to our walk across America, and I know Pete's going to be talking about that, but we've, uh, we've got our name. We're about to put together a press release. And we're about to launch this thing for reals. So um, we've got a good team. And this is a, a pre-call. Uh, we're going to be reaching out <laughs> through the press release. But I'm looking for people. I'm looking for leaders. I'm looking for people that have experience working with groups of people, working with um, um, peaceful protests, working with rallies, marches, um, human chain type events, where, where we've organized and coordinated um, a major event like this. And if you've got experience and you want to be part of something, um, that's going to be a game changer. It's going to be something that um, will be noted in the history of civil rights. As we get this thing going, building, and marching, um, we're going to accomplish everything we've set out to. And I'm looking for a few good folks that know – how to work with people, how to cast their egos to a minimum. Um, Take your ego and use it to pull the cart and shut the fuck up while you're doing it. We have a lot of work to do. We're going to be working with a lot of people, some that like us, some that don't, some that know us, some that don't. And that's the hard part. The easy part is it's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be an adventure. It's going to be a game changer. It's gonna be an opportunity to meet people all across the world. It's gonna be an opportunity to meet elected officials. It's gonna be an opportunity to march and chant and protest and do something meaningful with your time and with your thoughts and with your energy. And we want you to be part of it. We want people that are willing to get in and help and put some hard work in to be part of it as well. So stay tuned, get a hold of me Let's get marching. All right, let's start off. We're just going to start from the top. Uh, I think Jeff Eichen was on the line first. Uh, then we got Pete Yapel. Um Dina was on, then he dropped off, then Terry got on. So I think we'll do Terry, then Dina, and we'll see where we go. All right, Jeff Eichen from Washington. Welcome to the show.
5: Ampamperay. Hi, kids.
0: Ampamperay, how are you doing today?
5: Uh, tomorrow's the day that we get word from the judge if Michael Thompson's coming home or not. And uh, tonight at 8 o'clock on my Facebook, I'm going to be there live. With my That's uh, Pacific time. Um, I'll be there live. I met my mechanic sitting out in the woods here. I live in a small town in, in, uh, in Washington State, and I'm in a lounge right now because I didn't want to get in my car. Um, but tonight I'm going to be playing the – Yesterday, while I was on the air, I was I was just doing a Facebook rant, you know, and, and just giving the updates and telling everybody that we're going to get Michael Thompson home after 25 years in prison. Um, he called in while I was talking to everybody, and we played it live. So I recorded it. So tonight, if you all want to hear Michael Thompson talk from prison and, and give us his, uh, his heart about uh, coming home, um, I'm going to play that again tonight. And uh, that's where we live. We want to light a candle, everybody, tonight, um, for Michael Thompson and every other prisoner. And um, this this is a good moment to to prop you up, um, you know, Mister, and to say good job. You know, we're doing our work as best we can. And there's not enough of us. We don't have the big boys, you know, totally on 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 line yet. But uh, once the the walk starts coming, once we get uh, on national TV It's it's over We're going to end Paul business.
0: Oh you bet And that's why I'm so excited About this This walk And uh, you know It'll be great To have Michael Being part of it You know um, And so many Hopefully we'll have A lot of the guys That, that have been Locked up um, I, I just got word That um, we're going To be reaching out To Paul Free um, Who recently Got out And um, he's going To be Invited to come on the show, and and uh, you know all of these guys. Aaron Sandusky is going to be getting out shortly, um, certainly before the walk gets started, and and so many others um, that I know that I've known since they were locked up. Um, they're going to have a chance to march with us. Hopefully, they'll take the opportunity and uh, and help make their time that they spent, um, you know, carry some additional value.
5: Well, I got to meet Eddie Lapp at um, uh, at Hempfest and. We were there, Kristen Floor and Amy Pova, and all the beautiful people there. Stephanie Landa was there, and we just had a blast in our little area. And every year Hempfest donates um, our booth space, and we're there, um, propping it up and and getting people to be aware. We raised a thousand dollars one day just dunking, you know, dunking people. And and we dunked Eddie, we dunked me, and and we had the dunk tank, and it was a blast. And um, now we want, to, we want to dunk Michael Thompson. We want to dunk everybody that's, uh, that's been in for 25 freaking years um, so they can come home and grab a pizza whenever they want.
0: Absolutely. And that's what it's all about. You know, um, we have a prison system that's broken. We have uh, people that uh, committed nonviolent offenses that are locked up and locked up in, in some cases sentenced to life, which is ultimately death. Um, and it's not right, and it needs to be changed. Michael, um, you know, I've worked with Michael for almost six years now, and uh, uh, he's a good guy. And and the thing that he did, even if he, even if he was as guilty as could have been for everything they accused him of, they accused him of selling some pot. What the hell? <laughs> you know, uh, it, it doesn't make sense. And that's what we're here to fix and change and and correct and. And it boils down to again our basic rights, our, our freedom to choose, our freedom to pursue life, liberty, and happiness. And um, I just can't see any reason why we don't. I can't see anybody that could be opposed to this. I can't see why they would. And so I say we should all be standing together. And Jeff, I'm looking forward to to marching with you and uh, and all the other all the other uh, dyed in the wool. Uh,
5: Freedom fighters out there. Well, I'm planning uh, my next movie. I just got a hit the other day when my juicer was uh, brought back to me. I have a really expensive grinder juicer that makes the best um, uh, juice for people with you know with ailments. And um, I got a buddy who's got cancer right now, and his wife returned the juicer unused. They didn't put any oh, leaves no. through it. They didn't do it. So so I, I invented my next movie, everybody, and I'm going to do short movies that you can show to people that refuse cannabis and cannabinoids in their system, and the next movie is going to be all about just do it, just juice it, it's easy, and I'm going to get testimonials from Dr. Machulam in Israel, I'm going to freaking get everybody to just make it really simple and really joyous, you know, to be able to have a little video that you can put on YouTube and you can walk it into your dad you can walk it into your mom and say don't worry about RSO and you still take it at night before you go to sleep and then wake up and you may have a chance to stay on this planet
0: Well I couldn't agree more and Jeff it's a, it's a, it's a good thing you're doing you're getting the word out, you're educating people, uh, your excitement is contagious and uh, uh, your work with uh, Michael is, is absolutely phenomenal, and I'm just, uh, you know, this stuff needs to, needs to be contagious. We need to get more and more people that understand the problem, that are willing to be part of the solution uh, to make a difference, to step up and put an effort in. So, uh, Jeff, if somebody wants to get a hold of you and, and wants to help out or, or, or needs your help, how does somebody get a hold of you?
5: Well, if you want to throw me some dough to travel and to get into more prisons and to be part of the solution, um, or just say hi, um, my Facebook is Jeff Eichen E I C H E N, and there's a couple of us on there, but um, but I'm the one with the with my my current um, uh, profile photo is is a head exploding, and so um, so you can see my head exploding, Jeff Eichen, on Facebook. You can also find me at Lifers the com, and we just went on youtube my movie has never been on youtube but it's on youtube now and so for the next several months you can go on and watch it for free and um that's it lifers the com. everybody come visit us there's paypal buttons on there to help me to keep going i've never really done a campaign or asked anybody but it's time that i step in and i ask you know um i'm also very close to um, releasing our album, which is going to come out in um, in December, and maybe we'll get a couple of people of on one of your stops from our album to uh, to join us and to play on on the stage at at one of our stops on the walk.
0: I couldn't uh, I couldn't see how that wouldn't happen. I I have all confidence that this is going to be everything we can dream of and then
5: some. Well, I'm proud of you all, and um, and I'm proud of our prisoners especially, and and take it from me, everybody. You know, we can hear Craig Cecil, but we can't see him. But when I go in, when I went in to Michigan three weeks ago and saw Michael Thompson in there, after 20 years he didn't have anybody visiting, that was his choice, but the bottom line was that he's a sweetheart and he doesn't have freedom and he can't do this and he can't do that. And Jeff Mazanski wrote me a letter or gave me one of his famous letters, and it said he chills his sodas in his toilet in between pee So that's his refrigerator. So just remember, everybody, when I left and I was going home and I was leaving Michael Thompson there, that's when my heart cracked open and I'm even more, more on power right now because I, was, I knew I was going to leave him in jail.
0: Well, I never more touching words <laughs> were said, and, yeah, no, you're you're uh, you're doing the good work, Jeff, and um, I appreciate everything you're doing. And uh, again, we're going to continue marching on. So I look forward to talking to you uh, very soon, and um, we'll just keep on going. I can't wait to hear the good news tomorrow. So we'll hopefully we'll talk tomorrow.
5: Everybody, light a candle tonight for Michael. Keep it going, and then close your eyes and throw the cosmic um, flower of life, Merkaba, through your third eye, everybody. And I'm going to make that meditation at 8 o'clock on Facebook and throw it and wrap it around the judge. Everybody throw a Merkaba around the judge so the judge will be sacred geometry. And I, I know it works, and I've done it before. It's a little bit of magic. It's ain't voodoo. It's doo-doo. It's because we want to do and we want to bring everybody home. So just do it, everybody. Love you. Light a candle for Michael and for everybody else. I love you so much, you guys. All right. Thank you so much,
0: Jeff. And we'll talk very soon. Jeff Ikin from Washington, folks, and uh, what a what a warrior he is. All right, we got George Marcierno. He bumped in, and generally he's only got a few minutes to to be here, and he flickers in and out. So I want to catch him while he's here. Um, and and you all. You all know George He's uh, a warrior He's, he's uh, served over 32 years in federal prison for pot He's out there now making a difference Educating people He's all over the place um, uh, With his message of hope And, and change and, and, and not the Obama kind <laughs> The real kind um, You know, George has been working with, uh, with people uh, Long before I knew him Helping people out and Lifting them up Educating them now he's working in the hemp world, and uh, he's got his café out there, and um, you know he's 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 making a, a go of it for himself. But meanwhile, the whole time he's helping people, healing people, and that's what this is all about. George, always a pleasure. Welcome to the show today.
6: Hey Joe,
0: how are you doing?
6: Uh, I want to say hello to your wife, uh, who I care deeply about, and D.D. Kurtwood out there, and all my friends out there, uh, Kathy Z. Everybody. Uh, Today, Uh, incidentally, today I was in New York City uh, pounding the sidewalk. I had a meeting with the producer, and I had a meeting with an ex-CEO from a major organization with a very powerful woman in marketing. I'm not going to say her last name, but uh, her first name is Martha, and it looks good that uh, we're going to be joining in my uh, CBD Bond shot project, so... The message is today for, uh, you know, these uh, prisoners, uh, cannabis prisoners that have thrown away like I was. I was thrown away for 32 plus years. Now, here I am, an older man, but walking the streets. Uh, my my, cho- my shoes are squeaking from the rain, walking the streets and walking in the big offices, walking arms. So, the thing is, uh, you know, when you come home, uh, the guys and girls can come home, there is There is life after prison, but you have to present something. You have to present something, and once you present something positive, there is receptiveness. People want to talk to you, so you know. Don't don't feel like uh, if you you didn't get home yet, we're working for you to get home. But when you come home, you still very important to believe you're still someone. Here's me walking uh, through Manhattan, and uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm wet. And uh, I walk into meetings with walking on So, you know, we want to contend It's not about me, it's about all of us. So, I just want to share that with them. You, you, you're someone, here or she is someone, when you come home, just create some kind of idea. And you don't have to get into the retail or commercial industry. You can just have a life. In that life, you can help others and share others. I can't wait to do my mugshot prog- pro- uh, project so I can get, then get approval from the Bureau of Prisons to be speaking. I want to go to several, all the prisons I can and speak and say, you know, when you come home, don't come home angry. Don't come home with a chip on your shoulder. So what I did, basically Joe knows more than anybody. Human Solution knows anybody. You take a negative and do the positive. So if we all do that, a collective force, then, then we can make a positive change uh, 50 years, 100 years, when they read about us as cannabis prisoners came home, are something, are more than something. Joe.
0: Absolutely, and and you exemplify that, George. You've uh, you've always had that right attitude to turn that negative into a positive, and that's that's what I was talking about earlier in the show. Is there's a kind of person like that, and that's the kind of person I try to be and encourage other people to be. We can all be a part of the solution wherever we go, whatever. Whatever we come upon we can we can
3: we can be part of that solution. So, well, it
0: all starts it all starts
6: with people like the human solution they believe in me from the cell, and I haven't let anyone down. It's so true right, so
2: right. True. what are you coming out with
6: oh right, i I'll sure. <laughs> As soon as I can brother When I'm out there I'm really free Over here I'm, I'm pounding the sidewalks Like I said I'm walking the side of my shoes are <laughs> still squeak wet but In Manhattan I mean I'm out here Trying to do the best I can For
0: all of us for All of us. When you come out here next we'll sneak you away Up to the mountains
6: <coughs> we'll go oh, I'll, be you. I'll be seeing you I should be seeing you real soon Probably uh, In the uh, latter part of September October. I'll be seeing you real soon I promise
3: all
6: right. That sounds great. All right. Good night. Thank you for having All me.
0: Right. Thank you. Good night. Always Thank you. a pleasure. Always a pleasure. All right. And you know, for those of you who who don't know George, um, sometimes he's kind of hard to hear because he's he's on the streets of New York. Well, it's six o'clock here. It's nine o'clock over there, and he's still out there working away doing this. They've never seen a guy with so much energy. Uh, with so much enthusiasm, with so much optimism. You know, so many people I know that are free, that have never been locked up, that have never had any real, real problems, uh, are always whining and bitching and moaning. And George is a guy who just lost his mom. Uh, he's got a daughter who's been sick. He's, he just got out of prison after 32 years. And I've never seen him other than being positive. Same thing with Craig. You know, a guy serving life in prison, and I've never I've never seen him complain about anything other than, "Hey man, this shit's happening. Can you help me?" But not, never a whiny guy. Never, you know, never the Facebook scene. Never a drama guy. Always about focus and positivity, and 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 being a solution and inspiration, uh, lifting people up. I don't know. Something to think about, folks. All right, uh, here we go. We're four minutes away from the official. Showtime to be over, but guess what? We probably got another another hour worth of callers. So um, we got a bunch of new callers that just popped on. Zach Salazar from Missouri is here. Uh, Bobby and Colleen. Um, Tom Corby made it. And we got Pete, Dana, and Terry Catron-Lowe. And so let's see. We're going to go to Pete next. Then Terry, then Dana, then uh, Zach, then Bobby, and Colleen, and then Tom. That's the order as it stands right now. P.E. April, Solidarity Over Separation, soon to be the traveling chapter. Um, Warrior, doesn't come without his better half. Um, The stable one, Helen.
3: (laughs) Welcome to the show.
7: I still need training wheels, man. Thank God I got her.
3: It's all good. They don't let me out most of the time.
7: (laughs) Hey, but listen, that's what makes these things work is like – and what's making this work is we've got – We really, truly have a lot of great couples together that that just keep each other in check and keep each other going. We have
8: a divine group, I believe, of people that are finding each other. And I think that that's what's going to make this work.
7: And that's what we kind of like were saying the whole time we were just listening to George and, hey, listen, I'll hold the door for George Monterano any day. And anybody that that doesn't really just, in my opinion, doesn't have respect because the man, again, Thirty some years in prison, and like you said, he's every single day out there, you know, doing for other people, and it's just the same thing with the rest of this group. And I want to—it is—it is divine behavior. I, hey, listen, I want to—I want to share a little bit of good news um, that I shared with Let's Becca change. earlier today. Uh, the walk for change got its first donation today, and uh, right. true donation, uh, two hundred and fifty dollar donation for a radio spot that we did that twenty for twenty activists. Um, the gentleman that put on the thing uh, awarded all of us. Act it was five hundred bucks to do what we want, and as a group, we decided to give the money to a good cause, and we split it between ours and then uh, something that Stacy Thies has going on for Christmas and kids uh, in Washington. So we received two hundred and fifty of it for the walk, and they received two hundred and fifty of it for theirs. So uh, wow. things are starting
9: to happen, That's-
7: you
0: know. <laughs> love it, love it. Love it. Good job. Good job. So we've
7: been, yeah, we've been uh, we've been doing a lot of stuff actually too. Uh, uh, we have our first media uh, group meeting, our committee meeting on Thursday, uh, tomorrow, uh, um, and also our board meeting, obviously, is tomorrow too. But we have our uh, first media meeting tomorrow. Uh, I got to give it up to Richard Ros- Rosadillo. He's you know uh, getting ready to go to an event now. He just printed out a hundred fly. He had Helen make up a quick flyer. You know, uh, just to mention the walk with all the pertinent information we needed on it. And he's just going to start handing them out at the conferences when he's there covering media. So we're going to try to get this into everybody's hands we possibly can. We've got a lot of events set up. As you said, we're getting ready to go on the road. Um, We're filling the calendar and we'll fill it as, you know, as we make plans. But guys, look out for us out there. If if you, you know, if, here's where here's where your social media Facebook group can actually do something. If you run a group and you're a larger group and you're a group within a state and you know we're near you or you see our route as we travel because we're going to post it as we go up so everybody will know where we're headed and which direction we're headed. You should rally your people. Let's get your actual group to do something. Let's rally and support of the pre-walk so that everybody can build this excitement. And that's the part of us going out, not only to collect money and raise funds, not only to collect memberships, but to keep this alive and keep this pertinent and keep people waiting and waiting and waiting. And when June comes, guys, let's just tackle this with all the excitement that's needed because we have to face it. It's now. We have to do this now. We have been so long without our freedoms. We've got too many people in jail, 40,000 people in jail for this plant, and just think of how many people are there for life without the possibility of parole. One minute of time in jail for this plant is too long, so let's end this madness, man. And we can only do it together, guys. Never going to work separately.
0: Couldn't agree more. Well, Pete, let me ask you this. If somebody wants to connect with you or help out, Donate um, be be a part of this project. How do they get a
7: hold of you? Okay, they can get a hold of me eight at eight four five five two two three one six two is my personal cell. Or they can reach out to us at www dot canna we talk four two small o dot com. All of the information is on there as well as our solidarity over separation, the New York chapter, the Human Solutions link. Just be involved, guys. We're coming around to you, uh, you know, and let's, let's, show, let's show everyone that we are, we're just tired of this, and we all deserve the right to treat as we, deserve, as we choose to, not as we're told we have to.
0: Couldn't agree more. This is all about free will, choice, liberty, and justice for all. God dang it. Right. That's, That's what right. it's all about. That's right. That's right. All right, well, Helen, let's give uh, let's give a holler for for the for the, the female side of this team.
8: <laughs> Why? Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Well, thank uh, you. Excellent. Know, go ahead. I I can't wait to get on the road. I can't wait to start um, making these changes. You know, and and as we go along, and as we fundraise and membership drive. We're going to stop and, and, and see prisoners and do our, do our campaigning and teaching, and the same thing with, with patients um, that, are, that, that are looking to treat, that are having that are running into to brick walls, like what happened to Tanya. Um, this is what we're going to be doing. It's the whole purpose. So again, everybody that's listening, please, take note of what I just said and what we'll be doing and know that this is all what, which is what we do on, on, on dime oh, the solution, yeah. dime of the human solution is a dime of us each individually. Mm-hmm. So we need help. We need, um, we need support. And uh, so please support us by going to www.thsintl.org and become a member. Donate once, Donate every month. If
0: you're
7: donating to the walk, specify specify on that. it. Yes. yes. For the walk, Becca asked us to do There's that a, that way we can keep our accounting straight. Correct.
0: Fantastic. All right, you guys. Well, it is absolutely a pleasure and an honor to be working with y'all, and uh, I can't wait to see you again. And uh, oh, me neither. We're killing it. It's it's uh it's happening. This this thing is coming to life. And it's
3: getting bigger before it's even started. So I'm excited. You did it, baby. <laughs> what, what, how did that movie go? It's right. alive. <laughs> and I,
7: I, I think it is, man. We shot the monster. Now let's go put this thing to rest. That's the way
9: I say it. Exactly.
0: All right, Pete and Helen Yabel, Solidarity Over Separation, New York for now. Soon to be heading to a, a, an event, a, a rally near you. Peace, guys. All right. Up next, we got Terry Catron-Lowe. Terry came on last week. She's been a, an active member of the Human Solution. Her and her husband, Karen, for a while now. I've had the pleasure to do court support with them for many, many years, and um, – they're, they're, they're marching along with us. They're part of the team. They're part of a bunch of teams I'm involved in. And uh, Terry called in last week to talk about uh, some of the hazards of, um, of some bad players and some technology, the vape thing that's going on right now. And, um, you know, it's important. When we're trying to make a difference in the world, it's important that we focus on truth. And that's why dramas are such um, a detraction. They're, such, they're, they're things that take away from us working on our truths. And these fundamental truths that we talk about are the life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, freedom of choice, and all of these things that we talk about. Um, what somebody did to another person one day last week, last month, last year that has nothing to do with any of these things. All of the the, the dramas that come up are 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 not only detractions, but they're um, they're harmful. They're toxic. They're they're um, contagious. And I think that it's up to us to focus on the truths, on the important things, on the message,
1: the reason that we're
0: here. Um, focusing on that, I think, is what makes us the solution. Let's hear
4: what Terry's got to say today. Welcome to the show, my hey. friend. How you doing, Joe? It's a
0: beautiful I am above day. Ground,
4: currently out of custody. It's a good day. Oh. <laughs> totally. Uh okay. So I have been, you know, I I've had a little busy bit of a summer, and I wanted to, uh, as you know, I wanted to uh, talk about this for a while, and I want to do this, so that's why I'm going to talk about it, Um, you know, we had Prop 64 come to town, and um, I'm driving up north, and all of a sudden, I see uh, a sign on the side of the highway, and it's like, um, spark dispensary adopted this highway and I'm like wait a minute I want us to do, adopt a highway too and I'm like you know we, if you adopt a highway in the state of California you get unlimited free advertisement you get two miles of California highway and I think that this is something we need to do And I am going to spearhead this and take on this challenge and do it. Go,
8: Terry.
0: Well, I think that's a fantastic idea. I know that our team in Michigan many years ago did it, and they did it successfully. And uh, somewhere in the archives of the lost photographs are pictures of uh, our team in in Michigan picking up trash um, with the Human Solution banner and with the... Signs along the highway and doing a good thing, you know, getting together, getting outside, fellowshipping, picking up some trash. Hell, I've I've organized tra- trash cleanups since I was a kid.
4: Absolutely, and absolutely. Good,
0: you know, you get if you're a hiker or a camper. The rule is always leave it better than you found it. Um, I think that that's our our message to um, citizens of this planet: leave it better than we found it, and. Um, connecting to a project like that There's not a lot of government projects I'm a big fan of Adopt a highway is a good one There's no downside to it It's only an upside And hell Walking a couple of miles with some friends Not a big deal Leave the place cleaner than you found it Have some good uh, good conversation Catch some uh, catch some uh, good, good pictures And some videos along the way Who knows Maybe gather some new members as we're doing it I dig it
4: That's what I was thinking I see it as um a networking, you know, another modality to network and um you know, I was a girl scout. I worked for the Surfrider Foundation. I do beach cleanups on a regular. It's just another um, you know, just adding another thing on to that. So, I think it's um I think it's well, a pretty hello. good idea. Yes.
0: Maybe this will become contagious. Maybe some of the other chapters uh, will will start doing something like that in their own neighborhood. And you know, when you when you actually, it after... I wanted
4: to offer a challenge.
3: <laughs> ah, I like it. Yeah, Jerry. I like it.
4: So I was thinking, you know, I'm going to get this rolling, and I'd like to, you know, I drive down the freeway or wherever, and I see these corporate America dispensaries, and You know, ease and all these people. And I'm like, no, we need it. And I think we need one in every state. So let's get on that, everyone. And let's try and do that. If you're down with it, look into your state and see what it takes to do it. And, you know, like I said, it's free exposure for us. And we're out there, as Joe said, fellowshipping, networking, you know, maybe taking some pictures, posting them on Instagram, and, you know, I think it's, a, you know, like the old uh, jury nullification days, getting out and bringing it to the people type thing. And where's a better place in California? People sit on the freeway for a couple hours to go from here to there, you know?
0: I couldn't agree more. I think it's great. And uh, I I can't help but think that uh, if we're out there doing what we do, we'll gather some people, we'll gather some support, and um, you know, we'll probably pick up a few new members along the way.
4: I'm thinking. So that's what I'm saying and uh I just wanted to share that with you guys and um thank everybody and I see this March is coming together nicely and I can't wait to um be part of it.
0: Yep, yep. Well we're gonna it's gonna become real easy real soon how to be a part of it. So we're just getting ready to do our initial unveiling, our initial press release and then it's gonna get Real easy to participate So I'm looking forward to Reeling y'all in one at a time
4: Absolutely And I'm looking forward to sharing it And getting more people in too
0: Exactly It's going to be huge Awesome Terry Well it's a privilege and a pleasure To be yapping with you Here on the air with everybody Getting to hear and be part of it And uh, we're going to keep on marching
4: Right on brother I'll talk to you soon You have a great night
0: you betcha. Peace. All right. Now we got Dana Bland. Now, Dana is uh, man. He's, he's a man on fire. He is uh, went from reaching out to us uh, for help with his case, with him and his wife, to us engaging him in his case, to him being victorious in his case, to launching a charter um, of the Human Solution International in Missouri, to organizing and participating in a court support. Um, I believe it was just yesterday and it's exciting. Dina and Suzanne um are are just walking the walk, talking the talk, working the work. We love it. Dina, welcome to the show. How are you doing today?
10: Oh, we're getting along. Uh yeah, we went to Kansas yesterday. It was four hour Well I went though Kansas. It was a four hour trip there and a four hour trip back and yeah, it was a, it was it was worth the trip. Uh, and I ended up it ended up he, she has a new lawyer now, a good lawyer. Uh, got rid of the okay. one that wasn't doing nothing. And also, okay. uh, we all no. go ahead.
0: No, I said okay. I heard she changed attorneys, but I didn't know. I don't know any of the details.
10: Yeah, we got to talk to him afterwards, and, uh, yeah, he's he's going to be a really good one. He's he If it comes down to where he needs us, you know, our help, he's going to be asking for it. Right now, he's like my lawyer was. He don't want the publicity and, uh, and the interference because he wants to take and win this case on his own. But he said if it well, gets to the time where they're acting like bad towards her like that, then he's going to be asking <laughs>
1: Right.
0: Well, we're going to be prepared. Um, you got to meet some of our team from Kansas. And uh, um, Sarah and Mike say hi from the other side over on YouTube. Um, and they're, they're grateful that you guys came out. You and Dolores came out. And uh, it's really great to see the Midwest section of the, of the organization getting together. Um, and, and, you know, even though it was a continuance, it was a short hearing, the fact that everybody came together – it makes a difference it makes a difference in that courtroom and from what i understand (coughs) jennifer was having issues with her parents and um just seeing the, the community support helped to heal that and i know as somebody who has been a defendant so many times and and i know that when you go to court and there's people standing with you i know how it raises your spirit it just it just it, there's something so powerful about it. That's why we do it. You know, people don't get it unless you've been there, unless you've under, unless you've seen it from one side or the other. It's it's a powerful, powerful thing to be there for another person. And I I'm so grateful that you guys came and drove so far. I've driven that far and even farther. I've flown across the country for people before. And it doesn't really matter. You know, if the need is there, we we show up. We do what it takes. And and you guys have got that spirit, and it's really uh, it's powerful. And I'm just really really pleased and and proud and grateful that you guys are, uh, are are stepping up. And and we're getting a strong team out there in the Midwest. It's really really making my heart uh, my heart lifted. <laughs>
10: Yeah, there was some good people down there uh, from Human Solutions, and uh, we made an impact because, I mean, for one, they had like four or five police officers in in their uh, bulletproof vests and guns and everything else, and we had to walk through them. (laughs) They're they're okay afterwards. and Then then we got in, it wasn't that big a courtroom. I mean, this town is falling down. And uh, yeah. the impact, because it took them 45 minutes before they even got started, because they had everybody just kept filing back to the back, into the judges' chambers, back and forth. And I know they, I, I know from experience, they they were talking, because they didn't expect to have that kind of, uh, yeah. you know, that we, a lot of us would be there. We kind of filled the courtroom, and... Uh, yeah, it, it was a very good result. And me and me and Dolores got to talk to her parents, and they learned a lot from okay. us. In fact, they learned a lot about uh, cannabis and CBD and everything else, and they're all interested in that now.
0: Yeah, <laughs> good, good, good. We love Dolores. She's wonderful people, and uh, you know, we've been working with her for a couple of years now, and uh, just you know, it's ex- so exciting to watch this team. Grow and, and, and work together It's, it's uh, you, you don't know Dina I've been working for 10 years Trying to bring people together And, and to watch it finally happen In, in, a, in, a, in a peaceful dr- Drama free um, Engaged Passionate way The way it is right now It's what I always dreamed of So I'm, I'm, I'm just so pleased to watch this happen
10: uh, yeah, we got we got to talk to her new lawyer for about an hour after it was over with. And the next okay. case uh for them to be there is gonna be on the twenty seventh of September at ten AM and we're all okay. planning on being back to again. So uh and then Good. Good. Zach has a case coming up. Zach has a case coming up uh on the third at nine AM. I'm gonna to try to make it there if I can we can get okay. an appointment change that my wife has. So
0: yeah, Zach's on the line too. He's gonna to be up after you. So um that's that's uh he's he's waiting online to tell us what's going
10: on. Yeah. Uh but yeah, it was a very good trip. Um I'm glad I went. And for anybody out there that wants to know, it's definitely worth going out and supporting other people that are having the same kind of issues that you went through or just to try to help somebody because this whole injustice has to end. I mean, these people out there are really backwards. I mean, they, they I mean, they're dead set against uh, anything to do with cannabis, and, and it's mostly because they just don't know.
0: Right. Yeah, that's ignorance is the core of all of this. Ignorance and greed, and um, you know, the greed is 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 behind the motivation of prohibition, but ignorance is what what causes it to proliferate and. Uh, I think if we could just wake people up and teach them a little something about what we're really doing, uh, about what this is really about, and take the fear away from them, I think that that's, that's the key to this. And when we show up at court and we're real people and, and, and we have real conversations, I, heard, um, I, I read something that Dolores had written about her experience, and she gets it. She, she exemplified what this is all about, bringing humanity. Mary, um, our screener, she had a similar experience and and when she was going through her court case and and just being human, showing up and and talking to these people that that are adversarial, but they 're only adversarial because they don 't know better and you show up and you become human and you shine a little light and you you put a little smile and and you you put that face of humanity out there and It's kind of hard to be angry when somebody's being real, and that's what this is all about. It's about us being real, about us being good, kind, and loving. And, you know, we win every time
10: we do it, every time. Oh, yeah, we're going to win this case. Ain't going to no doubt in my mind on this one. It's going to end up getting dropped. I mean, I have another site, uh, my Christian site, which I've been teaching the Christian world about cannabis and CBD, and uh, it's been a very, very, very good experience on that because I've reached over 65,000 people, and and so far to this date, not one negative comment, comment at all, just positive. And, uh, it. you know, it's really good to be able to teach because it all started in the Christian world to begin with back in, like, 1906. Here's when things really got started to start Prohibition. And and it started because of the ignorance of, of the Christian community and people that just thought that, you know, they were better than others and and now they're learning that, you know, all this was not true because it's just kinda of going against what the Bible says to begin with.
0: Well, and and as you get as you get into truth, you really are not gonna find a problem with the plant. It's a plant, for God's sake. Right. It's, when was the last time a plant hurt anybody on purpose? You know, it's it, oh yeah, and especially it's, <laughs> it's a healing plant. You know, there's if there was a problem, trust me, they would have brought it to us a long time ago. If they would have had a truth that was negative, so we're gonna we're gonna win this thing. It's and it, and it it's a it's a battle of of hearts and minds. It's a battle of 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 um, peaceful protest and and. And just being better, and that's what this is all about. And It also is a battle of will. It it takes people strong enough to stand up. You know, when we get taken out, um, as so many people have experienced, uh, it takes some strength. It takes some will, and that's part of what we're all about, too, is uh, raising up folks and giving them the strength to fight and not just roll over and and take whatever they want to give you.
10: Yeah, I, I had a little time to experience before I got arrested on that stuff because I had a, a little fellowship and a place to teach in Cassville, Missouri, which is where we went to court at. And that town drugged me in for my against my First Amendment rights four different times to their court. And, of course, they dropped the charges every single time because they didn't have a case. But, yeah, right. I, I, I look very seriously on, on our amendment rights and 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 being able to be Americans and not be under some kind of uh dictator type situation that we've been put under in this country with the law enforcement and the courts
0: Absolutely true. Absolutely true. All right, Dana. well, um if somebody wants to get involved in Missouri as there seems to be so much action going on, how does somebody get a hold of you? Uh
10: I'm I our name is uh uh, Hope for Change and the End of Prohibition, uh, Human Solutions, the Missouri chapter. Uh, and uh, my number is 417-847-7974. Fantastic.
0: Once again, folks, Hope for Change and the End of Prohibition in Missouri, Human Solutions International, Dana and Suzanne, and they are just raised up and doing a great job. I'm so uh, so pleased and proud to have you all with us. All right. Well, until mm-hmm. next time, uh, please stay on the line. We're going to keep on rolling. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Let's see. Now we got Zach Salazar. Zach's been on the show a couple of times before.
11: Talking.
0: To along. Zach, welcome to the show. How's it going today?
11: Good. How you guys doing? Been listening to the show. Been really um fantastic show to listen to.
0: Yeah, we've had a good one today. I'm I'm I'm, I'm very pleased. A lot of good uh, good callers and uh, good topics. So tell us what's going on with your case.
11: Well, I got court on the next Tuesday for a bond conditions hearing. They're going to try to um make it to where I'm not doing UAs twice a week and I can start using my medicine good. again. Um which good. I'm looking real forward to. Really stressed out without it, you know, and the diabetes and the PTSD doesn't really help having, you know. So I'm I'm looking forward to getting, getting back on it.
0: That's fantastic. Well, we've got uh, we've got a, uh, a calendar that's now fully functional and active, and uh, hopefully uh, you and Dana are, um, can get with Becca and get the get your court date up on the calendar and. Hopefully we can get some folks out there to uh, show up in support. And, um, you know, in in some cases as they go along, hopefully your case will be over soon, but some of these cases last on for years. And so there's some events, some some hearings, some days that we push real hard to get folks and other ones. We try to conserve people's resources. And, um, you know, mostly it's just getting people to know you, know your case and know where to go to help, and, and that's, that's what this calendar, the show and, and our chapters are all about.
11: Yep, yep, and I appreciate everything you guys are doing. And uh yeah, like Dana said, I'm I'm hoping he can make it to this one. That would be really really nice to have some support in the courtroom. Like I said, it's a really small town, so you're kinda of dealing with small town politics here. And yeah, well, it just be say A lot wonderful. of times, you know,
0: the smaller the town, uh the fewer people it takes to make a difference, you know, sometimes just rolling in there with a couple of folks in a little town, makes a difference because they're used to it, just being them against you. And even when you got Correct. one guy with your back, it makes all the difference in the world. So that's what, that's really what this is all about: it's having your back.
11: Yes, and tired of being persecuted over a plant that is now legal. You know, it's just, it's it's. There's got to be a point to where this should end for people, and they shouldn't have to spend time in jail or face high bonds or any type of ridicule that comes with it.
0: I think now is about that time.
11: That's where I'm at. Yep, yep, and I 100% agree. I just can't wait, and I'm and I'm super excited about how everything's going, and just you know, hearing hearing that there's there's a lot of support going on out there. That's just that's 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 a great feeling.
0: It's growing every day, my friend. It's growing every day, and that's what's going on. That's what we're all about: raising it up, raising awareness, raising people's understanding, and and. Uh, Inspiration and all of that And uh, you know you're, you're standing up And fighting that's, that's the other part of it Is we need those that have been persecuted To raise up and stand up and fight So we can get behind you and push it forward
11: Yeah and that's, that's outstanding and awesome To hear
0: Awesome okay Zach well why don't you give us One more time um, the date And uh, the location of your court And uh, that way if anybody's listening And didn't, doesn't happen to catch the calendar Might be able to show up and help
11: my court's on september 3rd in Montauk county it's off of uh i think it's 200 main street it's off of uh 87 and 50 the big old courthouse building um at 9 a.m my main court case is october 1st and that's when actually the actual court date is for the for the case this is like i said the third is the bond hearing and this one is the first would be for my actual court case and i'm hoping to Something they dismiss it or something because it's, it's getting old and I'm just I'm am ready to put this behind me for something that I, I legally can consume and, and and use now so just hoping for the best.
0: All right, best. The right, thing to do. All right yep. Zach. Well, I appreciate you. you calling in and um, please check in um, after the after next week um, next Wednesday. We're not going to have a show because I'm going to be up in the mountains of Canada, um, and I don't believe I'm going to have a signal where I'm going to be at. So we're going to be dark okay. next week, but the following week, um, the week of September 9th, uh, or I think it will be the 11th, um, will be the next show. So we're going to be down one week and then back up the following week. So, um, But please call yeah. in and share with us what happened. And meanwhile, um, just because I'm gone, the rest of the team – Carries on and, and nothing changes
11: Okay And I will all call back in and let you guys know Like I said, I follow the show So I appreciate beautiful, it
0: Beautiful, beautiful Alright, thank you, Zach Salazar from Missouri A defendant fighting his case And working with our Missouri chapter right now Alright, we got Bobby and Colleen And then Tom Corby And it looks like uh, I think that's all the callers for now We'll see what happens Last week we had a bunch of people calling late Bobby Colleen, welcome to the show. How are you guys doing today? Doing good, Joe. Uh, how are you guys? Doing great. Doing great. Getting
9: ready to go travel had, again. Awesome. I had court this morning. Um, this is off the canvas subject. They dropped my can. I had a canvas case for import, export canvas. for um, anybody that didn't know. And they dropped that charge because the police didn't show up. And then um, now they're pursuing um, a psilocybin charge against me in the state of Oregon and the cops stole the half of my mushrooms. I'm still trying to figure this out. Like i it's it's weird in my eyes and I'm I I'm might like, I'm I'm thinking about this in trial, like their body cam footage, who stole it? Mm-hmm.
0: So what, what you know, it kinda happened weird. Today?
9: They charged me with possession of sixty grams of psilocybin. Mm-hmm. With um, intent to deliver and also possession, and then um, but it was just sixty grams, it said. But I had one hundred and twelve, and that's what's really okay. blowing my mind. So I want to expose these cops in court. Basically, is what I'm going to do. Jackson County, Oregon. I, I've been watching them on YouTube. They, they O.A. They she pulled their body cam footage, and they planted methamphetamine in their car in Jackson County. And uh, it, they're, they're, it's yeah, highway robbery. They're, they're stealing money. They're looking for big cash coming down the I-5. You have a- and If they can't find it, then they, you know, find a reason to to put you in jail for something just to make the stop look legit.
0: Yikes.
9: Yeah, or well, it's a shame what's going ahead. on.
0: In the northern part of the state on I-5, watch your backs, folks. Watch your backs.
9: Yes, I was going 63 and a 65 with my seatbelt on.
1: Luckily, he turned on his video camera as soon as he was pulled over and recorded the whole thing. Never used one cuss word and was very polite to the police, yeah, even after they were dragging him out of his own vehicle at, with no probable cause. Um, and all this will come out in court.
3: Uh,
9: well, I'll be asking yeah. for a fast and speedy. I got court again on the 30th. I got to contact the public defender's office on Friday and I'm going to ask for a fast and speedy route the bat because I got all my evidence on my phone. Good.
0: That's great. And well, I don't think, you know, prepared makes a difference.
9: Yeah, it definitely does. But it, it breaks my heart out there to hear all these people and all the, all the what's going on in this world with the cannabis, because it's got me alive and it's keeping so many other people alive. And it, it's such a shame that to, to, to keep something or arrest somebody for something that helps them
1: yeah to withhold someone's medicine from them when they're sick and to go after them and persecute them not only you know physically taking away their medicine but imprisonment uh in a cell no one should have to ever face
9: and with no disrespect to our country i've started calling it the divided states of america
1: yeah, there's there should be no borders when it comes to a prescription of my cannabis, whether I'm in Texas, New Jersey, or California. It shouldn't matter where I am in my country. I should have my medicine with me. Right.
0: You got that right. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. But common sense is not so common here where we live. But that's why we're here to change it, folks.
1: We're here yeah, to change it. And uh,
0: you got to stand up. you got to fight when it's time. You got to stand up for those that are fighting, and uh, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about.
9: Yeah, it's a little bit scary. It's good that well, they, like it they could carry thirty years, they say. They might charge, but I, I beg to differ. But we'll see.
0: Well, I uh, generally when we stand up to them, um, more often than not, they back away if we've got any substance to our you know, to our side of the case, and uh, most of the time we do. So unless they've got us dead to rights on something, which generally they don't when we're standing up to fight, um, usually, we're, usually we, we prevail. That's, that's, that's typically the way it works.
1: Both Bobby and I are eyewitnesses to watching court support work. Uh, it works. It's court support works, everyone. It does. I watch people's cases get thrown out and dismissed.
9: Like yours, Joe.
1: <laughs> and like yours, <laughs> yep. Bobby. Yeah. It works. Like my many ones, you know. And and you know, Frank Cannes too. There's a bunch of people out there that I've I've personally witnessed, and it's a wonderful thing to watch. It really is.
9: Yep. I take my hat off to George Montgorano. I, I as a prisoner myself, I'm still trying to deal with everyday life. Like am I I'm really out of prison. Okay. This is it's hard to it's hard to deal with sometimes. And um I think maybe a, a prisoner support group might be something in the future maybe to consider for Absolutely. people that have been behind the walls and and well, witnessed things that you can't describe.
0: I definitely, uh, I definitely could, uh, could get behind that. So we just need uh, awesome. need to put a, put a box around it. Let's make it happen.
1: And Terry Lowe, uh, definitely a great idea with the highway, adopt the highway. I, I, I love that. That's a great idea.
9: But I'll let you get out with the great Tom Corby. I love you guys.
1: The
0: chapter
9: I, I cannot wait to hear the NorCal report.
0: All right, here we go. Coming up next, the NorCal report. Thank you, Bobby and Colleen. And uh, here we go. The lion of a man, Tom Corby, with the NorCal report. Tom Corby, welcome to the show. A little early today, but uh, that's the way the show rolls. Sometimes it's a little early, sometimes it's a little late.
12: Uh, okay, I well, you always so uh Lisa, Mary, Decker, All those on the front line coming together to find the end prohibition. And how's the best way to do that? <coughs> Taking to trial and when in courtrooms that gets the bacon. Uh it's nice to have uh Nick Moran back. And helps so much with Donna. Donna is improving. Thank you all. And Frank and Ann with me here today uh, without Frank. Uh, he's my mission man. Frank and
3: Ann. Love you, Tom. Uh,
12: Thank to you, Frank. So, hey, Frank. Uh, Nick you. Murray.
0: Uh, going good. Going good. How about you, Joe? Wonderful, wonderful. Be glad when summer's uh Half this way through. here, we've had a lot of hundred degree days. Yeah, we just got to have a few of them ourselves. Yep. Well, I'm looking forward to going up to Canada for a couple of days, catch some cool, uh, some cool days, and uh, maybe some nice fish.
7: Yeah, I'm sure you
3: will. <laughs> I'm envious. <an idiot.
12: laughs> so yeah. So uh, Nick Nick Moran's case uh, is really unique. Uh, they all are frank commands, Joe is mine. Uh, all of us uh, are unique in their own way uh, Nick Nick Moran uh, was uh, just working the garden, and when you uh, screw with people like Nick Moran, you screw with the wrong people and like Joe and all of us uh, we've done our homework and we're not some young kids They're going to push around. So uh, one of the things we've learned that, uh, like uh, Eric Pierce, uh, it seems like it's more about who's in the garden at the time that they come in, not the landlord so much. Uh, so Nick Moran was just watering the garden, helping out, and uh, he was up for big time, like Joe and I and many of us. Um, he uh, the, one of the reasons that uh, Nick Moran won the biggest uh, jury trial acquittals in Butte County is because one, and he will tell you right now, uh, he didn't know anything about the Human Solution International, and he wish he would have because his. Hired a first attorney, I call him Colombo <laughs> uh, For $17,500 uh, uh, Colombo actually uh have his name, I'm not going to throw it out there I actually admitted that he didn't know much about cannabis cases And believe me, he didn't Although he did a few good things which you have to watch with these attorneys and PD Is to follow behind them and make sure they file those motions so important All the 995 motions especially uh, Just on, the, on Probable cause uh, Also like using and trap And to me they go hand in hand Also Get all your discovery uh, He did help Him with that uh, Now he wishes and I don't mind Touting uh, Joseph Tully The only t- attorney that I really feel real comfortable about And I'm sure Joe does too. Joseph Tully has not, I've been in hearings, trials with him, he does not lose. Uh, And Nick Moran finally, and his long as joy, hired Tully for $20,000. Like a lot of us, it ended up costing him about 50 grand. Uh, In the end, it's worth it in the end. Uh, So, uh that was one of the most interesting trials I've ever been through with Polly, oh my god uh set a huge precedent in Butte county uh like like Frank and Ann also uh we do not make ple deals uh we take them on, we throw everything at them uh, Subpoenas. uh and also never forget the injunctions and lawsuits, most of all these these pod arrests. Cannabis not marijuana uh, uh there's no probable cause there, there's entrapment, another reason frank command uh won his case uh uh he had a, a PD, uh what was his name p d fady uh yeah yeah, and then uh fady was trying to tell frank uh, oh you gotta you're dumb not to take this deal right. Oh, that night, we called him on the phone. I'm going to give him credit for this. Uh, I actually talked to him. He knows who I am in the courtroom. He's one of the five
7: PDs
12: that work with the, with the DAs. Uh, we know that. I talked to him and told him, this man is, is coming from his heart. He's trying to tell you. Please listen to him. Well, he did. So, uh, Frank got a call not too much uh, time later that right. right, yep. and what did what did Fe-Hey say?
7: That uh, DA does nothing to have a case. All charges drop.
12: There you go. So on the way out, I thanked I thanked him on the way out. So uh, best way we can end prohibition again is in these courtrooms. Uh, court support always important, of course. Now. We finally learned that we have to save our energy, money and time for priorities like like uh, prelims and especially trial. Uh, we always promote uh, local court support uh, 50 mile radius. doesn't mean you can't come from afar. It just means that if we can just get the local court support, even if you have one or two or three people here that can advocate and help you with your case, like Joe or many. Uh, that means so much to uh, these defendants So that's, that's the bottom line Stand your ground, take them to trial And legalization, again, is this more laws and regulations That are screwing us mom-and-pop growers Sad to say Okay, I want to thank you all today And uh, don't forget to breathe
0: Well, thank you so much, Tom. So, um, as I was going to say, next week we're not going to have a show. um, But next, I think it's next Thursday, up in Canada, I'm going to be doing a jury rights day. We're going to be doing a meet and greet up there. And uh, one of the prisoners in Canada that we supported, um, last name is Tran, um, our friendly Manitoba chapter, Supported them and and you know we're we're going to go up there and uh, we're going to do a jury rights day. We're going to talk to them. We're going to I'm going to meet this uh, prisoner that we used to that we supported when he was locked up um, and it, during his case. And in Canada, uh, where they passed yet another you know a legalization thing, it's 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 a nightmare. There's people getting locked up. There's stores getting raided. grows getting attacked. Uh, every kind of problem that you could imagine associated with prohibition is happening to this day, maybe even worse because of legalization. Um, it's not the end of the game. It's it's unfortunately mostly a Trojan horse. So we'll be up there in uh, Winnipeg and uh, teaching, inspiring, supporting. It's what we do. It's what we're here to do. We're here to uh, encourage Your right to choose Whatever it is that you want to In your pursuit of life Happiness As long as it's not hurting anybody else A little liberty is good for the soul It's good for all of us And uh, it's part of our spirit I will see you in a week and a half Two weeks Um, And I look forward to Hopefully Finding out that Michael Thompson got out And uh, maybe uh, arranging a meet with him Until then, we'll see you all next week
12: or in two weeks. Hi, I'm Willie Nelson, and the Willie Nelson Teapot Party and I endorse The Human Solution, supporting cannabis prisoners because no one should go to jail for a plant.
3: Little things I should have said and done, you were always